Welcome to today's episode of the Gone Fission Nuclear Report. This podcast is your one-stop source for all the latest news in the Department of Energy's Environmental Management Program across the nation. Now with today's report, here is your host, Michael Butler. Thank you, Jennifer, and hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Gone Fishing Nuclear Report. Today is Monday, April 11th, 2022. We're covering all the news from the Department of Energy's Environmental Management Program across the country. The first thing we want to do today is welcome back all our friends and listeners at the Savannah River site. You had a big week last week with the Masters Tournament at the Augusta National Golf Club. It was an exciting tournament with the return of Tiger Woods to competition and the impressive win recorded by Scott Scheffler yesterday afternoon. All in all, it was a great week. Hope all our SRS friends and any other listeners who were fortunate enough to get tickets enjoyed the tournament. I know not everyone at SRS was off last week. I communicated with Monty Volk, Jack Tanner, and Scott Shaw, so I know they were on the job, unless they were responding to emails from the Amen Corner. I'm sure there were many others at work as well, even though, as we pointed out last week, Master's Week is generally downtime for a lot of SRS folks. Like the Master's players, My friends at SRS are good sports. You know, we've talked a lot about it on this show in the past, but the story of the East Tennessee Technology Park continues to get better and more impressive. There's news of more growth this week. It's a great testament to how an obsolete, aging, and contaminated DOE site can be cleaned up and repurposed by a community for job creation and economic growth. This is environmental cleanup at its best and highest use, and it should serve as a model for other DOE sites who have excess land resulting from cleanup. Let's use that land for job growth and economic prosperity, just like Oak Ridge is doing at the East Tennessee Technology Park. It's a win-win for DOE and the community. I know there are other sites considering this, and I hope you will move forward for the benefit of the communities you call home. Teresa Frady, Executive Director of the Community Reuse Organization of East Tennessee, was a recent guest on the podcast and told this story very well. She focused on the value of environmental cleanup and making the land marketable to new industries. The, the cleanup was very important to the future of Oak Ridge and the reindustrialization program was developed to recruit industry to the area to help the communities. So the investment in cleanup allowed the properties to be transferred to Croat and subsequently to private sector companies. Again, this, this results in the tax revenue generation for the county and the city that can be used for the community's benefit. And we've also been able to incorporate greenway trails in the site, which are enjoyed by many people within the community. So that, I mean, that's another benefit to the community after life. 
Since 1,300 acres of federal land have been transferred to the Oak Ridge community, two large companies have announced plans to locate at the East Tennessee Technology Park. One is Koki Pharma, which will invest $500 million to build a manufacturing facility for medical isotopes. Another is Kairos Power, which is investing $100 million to construct a low-power reactor demonstration facilities. The two projects will create more than 550 jobs. Last week, there was yet another major announcement of a new job-creating industry planning to locate at the East Tennessee Technology Park. This announcement, along with the two earlier ones, bring total private investment in the East Tennessee Technology Park to nearly $1 billion, an incredible achievement for the formerly contaminated and obsolete uranium enrichment site. Before we discuss the latest huge announcement, Teresa Frady explains the process for determining if DOE land can be made available for private sector use. There are several steps to this process, but basically once a property is identified as being remediated and ready for transfer, under Title 10, Chapter 3, Part 770 of the Code of Federal Regulations, we submit what we call a 770 request to DOE. This document identifies the area that we're requesting to be transferred and states what we intend to use the property for, which is economic development purposes, among other things. It's a fairly lengthy document, but that's that's the gist of it. Um, the environmental documentation is then prepared for DOE by its contractor to facilitate the property transfer. And then the request has to be approved by the Environmental Protection Agency and then the Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation, at which point it's sent to DOE headquarters for approval, and then it has to go through a 60-day congressional review period. So once it goes through all those steps successfully, a quit-claim quit deed is then executed, officially transferring the property to PROEP. The transfer process can take up to two years or more to complete, so it's, it is a fairly lengthy process that we have to go through to get any property transferred. Now for the latest big news. The East Tennessee Technology Park has been selected by X-Energy LLC for development of an advanced nuclear reactor fuel fabrication facility. It will be the nation's first high-assay, low-enriched, uranium-based fuel fabrication facility. This is the XE100, a high-temperature, gas-cooled reactor that represents a new era of nuclear energy. This reactor runs on a continuous cycle and operates at temperatures in excess of 750 degrees Celsius, maximizing the energy extracted from every atom. At the heart of XE100 are thousands of fuel pumps. No larger than a billiards ball, every pebble is precisely embedded with 18,000 trisoparticles. Each of these particles consists of a microscopic kernel of uranium wrapped in three indestructible layers of carbon, preventing the release of more than 99.99% of fission byproducts. This embedded fuel source eliminates the need for massive containment facilities and dramatically shrinks safety perimeters because trisofuel is a containment vessel in itself. More than 200,000 fuel pebbles are gravity-fed in continuous rotation through the core, and it's this fuel cycle that allows the reactor to run without fuel interruption for 60 straight years. 
As helium is circulated through the core, it can absorb an incredible amount of heat without becoming radioactive. This intensely hot helium is then used to boil water into steam, turning a turbine to produce always-on, carbon-free energy. The XZ100's compact form factor and meltdown-proof engineering are a total reimagining of what a nuclear reactor can be, and more importantly, what it will be by 2027. The facility is expected to generate more than 300 jobs with an investment of nearly $300 million. X-Energy says it will partner with local community colleges to develop a training program and recruit from the local labor force. Site preparation and construction will get underway later this year with startups scheduled for 2025. X-Energy CEO and Director Clay Sell, a former Deputy Secretary of Energy and White House Energy Advisor, discussed the technology and its benefits in a recent interview with TechSource. What, what we're focused on really is capturing the massive business opportunity that exists globally for advanced nuclear power. And this is not a religion uh, for me. This is a business opportunity. There is two, two factors that are fundamentally, you know, kind of underpin the business opportunity we see. Number one is the dramatic increase in global energy demand that we're going to see over the next 30 years. Some predict a 50% increase in global energy demand. At the very same time, investors and customers and governments on a global basis are de demanding the decarbonization of the energy infrastructure. There is no way to both meet the increasing energy demand and decarbonize the global economy without a massive build out of nuclear power. And our objective all along at X Energy has been the first, is to be the first generation four next generation reactor to the marketplace in the United States to demonstrate that we can produce these reactors um, on a very attractive time scale for the owners and at a cost that will be highly attractive and ultimately you know, competitive to natural gas generation here in the United States. Cell explained how the reactor concept works. The XC100 is, it's a module uh, that produces 80 megawatts of electric power. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reactor, steam generator, turbine genset module. Mm -hmm. And in our commercial configuration, we put four of those together. So it produces 320 megawatt electric uh, that shares a common control room, common spent fuel, uh, fresh fuel uh, storage and handling facilities, you know, common switch yard, plant infrastructure. Our optimized commercial plant is 320 megawatts of electric. And you can think about that as, as providing power for approximately 300,000 American homes. So it's a pretty significant uh, size nuclear power plant. And, uh, and it's really ideal for, for replacing fossil fuel plants that are phasing out of the inventory. It's ideal for uh, uh, replacing coal plants. And it will also be attractive even as nuclear power plants that are currently in the inventory in the United States and around the world, as those existing plants phase out, the XC100 will be an attractive option. He also talked about the synergy between his company, X Energy, and Oak Ridge National Laboratory 
and developing the new fuel. And so, you know, we, we put together a team to reinvent the process of making triso fuel. We've demonstrated that in conjunction with the Department of Energy uh, in a pilot fuel facility at Oak Ridge National Lab. The technology that we demonstrated and that we've made fuel in at Oak Ridge National Lab will be the prototype for our commercial fuel facility that we will start uh, construction on in late 2024. Uh, we'll put in our license application to the Nuclear Regulatory Commission this year uh, for that fuel facility. And, uh, and it's, um, it'll be the first new fuel facility uh, in the United States in, in over 50 years. Cell said his company also hired premier talent from Oak Ridge National Laboratory to run its fuel program and decided to locate the fuel facility in Oak Ridge. I mean, we've, we've, we've been successful time and again in attracting you know, the very best people to run our, our, our various uh, initiatives and divisions. So when it came to fuel, we hired a guy named Dr. Pete Papano out of the Department of Energy. He came from Oak Ridge National Lab. He had produced this fuel for the next generation nuclear plant initiative back in the, uh, you know, in the, in the aughts. And so again, you know, X Energy is directly benefiting from the, from the work done for the next generation nuclear plant. That work qualified fuel, Pete made that fuel. And, and when we decided to get into the fuel business uh, six years ago, Pete was the natural guy to run it. And he's built a fantastic team um, at, at our fuel company. Our fuel company, uh, we spun it out uh, this past year. It's, it's, it's called Triso X, and it's headquartered down in uh, Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Besides proximity to Oak Ridge National Laboratory, Teresa Frady outlined some of the other considerations that make Oak Ridge and the East Tennessee Technology Park an attractive location for industries. Well, I have to say that a lot of companies like the location and they find where it is, it's very attractive. It's on the outskirts of the city of Oak Ridge. It's located on a major highway and it's in close proximity to Interstates 40 and 75. And most areas of the sites have, have in, infrastructure already in place or very nearby. So that's a plus. I mean, that saves a lot of money and time for the for the company. Um, that there's also rail access that connects to the North Southern Line that runs through the site. So all those are, are the positive things. Um, and, and general response is mostly positive from from all of our uh, companies that have approached us. Um, you know, since it was a former DOE site, any property transferred to Croet has been heavily evaluated. And there's plenty of environmental and doc documentation to back that up. So, you know, most companies like having that in hand. Um, they, it, it can save them money on the front end, not having to do all that um, due diligence work. Teresa also talked about the other two companies, Kairos Power and Koki Pharma, who, along with X Energy, are approaching $1 billion in investment in the East Tennessee Technology Park. Kairos Power is a company that's based out of Alameda, California, and they have plans to invest $100 million in the site and create 55 high-quality jobs to deploy a low-power demonstration reactor. Um, Kairos recently announced that they reached a milestone on this project and that the Nuclear Regulatory Commission announced that it 
has formally accepted Cairo's Power's construction permit application for the development of this reactor, which they call Hermes. Uh, this is a big step for them in their licensing process with the NRC. And then according to Kairos, their demonstration in that reactor is going to be a key step on the path toward commercializing Kairos Power's fluoride salt-cooled high-temperature reactor technology. The goal is to, their goal is to deliver a safe, reliable source of affordable clean energy, and Oak Ridge seems to be a perfect fit for this project. They've, they've really embraced Kairos and, and what they're planning to do. Oki is a company that plans to build a $500 million medical isotope production facility on a 206-acre parcel known as Duck Island. Uh, the land was transferred from Proet to Proet from the Department of Energy and subsequently transferred to Koki for this project. And Koki's facility would produce medical isotopes that diagnose and treat diseases, primarily molybdenum 99. And the land transferred to Koki places the company in a strategic location adjacent to the federal research assets, Oak Ridge National Laboratory, and the Blackwell National Security Complex, which is a big draw for a lot of our companies and clients that want to locate there. They, they like the proximity to Oak Ridge National Lab. Well, there's no question that environmental cleanup in Oak Ridge has produced a very productive and positive environment for attracting new industry and creating new jobs at the former site of the Oak Ridge Gases Diffusion Plant. In future episodes of this podcast, we'll keep you informed about additional developments at the East Tennessee Technology Park as the growth and progress continue over the coming years. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Gone Fission Nuclear Report podcast. Join us next week for more news about DOE's environmental management program across the nation. To comment on this episode, hear past episodes, or suggest a future interview guest, visit us at gonefissionpodcast.com. You'll also find links to topics of interest covered in this podcast. Visit gonefissionpodcast.com.